0: good morning i'm anna marie and it's time again for focus today we're talking about getting you physically fit and boy have we got the expert whitney weiser the workout advisor she's a certified trainer and a pro athlete welcome to the show thanks good to be here whitney is a beautiful woman and she's been already giving me some advice and the first advice she gave me i I almost started crying what what was it you said okay
1: so just don't eat cupcakes and drink a lot of water that's all you got to do i
0: was like get out get out we're done cupcakes
1: (laughs) i like i love cupcakes too it's okay okay so you can eat cupcakes in moderation okay everything in moderation and it's okay
0: that see that does seem to be the key yes it's like the fourth cupcake you're kind of blowing it for yeah
1: yeah it's too much it's (laughs) too much at that point like stop
0: (laughs) okay so some of the things we want to talk about is that a lot of us know what to do we know what we're supposed to do but what are some of the things that maybe we could do some baby steps or do Mm -hmm. we need to go all in
1: I always say do baby steps um, because when you're trying to accomplish something new that you've never done before in your life, you can't go from living one lifestyle to a completely different lifestyle or routine. So incorporate small steps to get there. Um, And just don't rush the process. Um, Like I always tell my clients, don't rush the process, but trust the process. So incorporating little baby steps along the way. For example, if you don't go to the gym at all right now, then you don't need to try to incorporate into your schedule going to the gym five or six times in a week. Mm -hmm. That's like going from, you know, office worker to pro athlete status. You don't have to do that. Like just... Choose a goal of maybe one time a week, Go into the gym one time a week. If that is easy after the first week, add another day, two times a week. But if you do things like baby steps little by little, you're going to eventually build a lifestyle that's completely different from where you are now, but you can enjoy the process along the way.
0: So it doesn't have to be torture? No, no, no. (laughs) See, that's the
1: problem. People go to the extreme. They think they have to be all in from the get go. Mm -hmm. And that's why they end up miserable, because their life is so different from what they're trying to get to that it's like a complete change and they can't handle it all. It's very overwhelming to try to, okay, go to the gym every day and eat the right foods every day and drink enough water, get enough sleep on top of life. I mean, we all have jobs. We don't have time to just go to the gym and focus on being healthy all day. We have to do all this on top of working. So if you take one thing at a time, like like we were talking about first week, focus on, Maybe getting to the gym once or twice.
0: I like how you even put just getting to the gym because once you at least get there, that's
1: the big part. That's the hardest part. Even me, um, people look at me, you know, as a professional athlete. And I mean, I'm in the fitness industry. This is what I do. This is my life. And even I don't have motivation to go to the gym every single day. Um, It's just discipline. And I found that getting to the gym is by far the hardest part of the workout. If you can just get physically there, get yourself there (laughs) and start moving, you're going to feel so much better within five or 10 minutes. Um, And I don't think I've ever heard anybody say they regretted that workout that they they just did. You
0: know, you always feel better afterward. Just get yourself there. And I've noticed like even uh, after you get to the gym, if you go like, I'm just going to get on this thing. I'm so tired now because I've just done this or done that. I'm just going to get on here for like two minutes. Yeah, And you're going to go longer.
1: Yeah, you're gonna I do, I do that more. All, the, all the time. I have to trick myself mentally. I tell myself, OK, just get to the gym. If you don't feel like doing anything after you walk on the treadmill for 10, 15 minutes, then you don't have to. At least you went, you did something and you can go home. But 99% of the time, after you walk that 10 or 15 minutes, you're ready. You're ready to go lift some weights or stretch or do some more. You have to trick yourself <laughs> to, to getting yourself to do more. I do it all the time with myself.
0: I like where we're going so far. Baby steps and trick
1: yourself. Yes. Because that's real life. It is. It is. It's all about your mentality, too. And when I say trick yourself, it's just kind of getting your mind in the right place to feel like, okay, 10 or 15 minutes on the treadmill, I can handle that. That's no big deal. Mm -hmm. I'll go do that. And then if you feel like doing more, which you probably will, then great. If you don't, then so what? You still went there and you got something done.
0: And then you can build on that.
1: Yes. Then you can build on that. So you can still, you know, celebrate those small victories and feel good and encouraged to keep going.
0: I think you hit a key point there. Mm As human beings, we seem to need to have a victory. Like we don't want to play chess with somebody who's always going to beat us. (laughs) Right. We want to play chess with somebody that we might beat sometime. Yeah. And if we've never won a game of chess ever in our lives, we don't want to do it at all. Right. We need some victories. We need some wins. Right. And when it
1: comes to fitness and getting healthy, again, it's all about mindset and mentality. You don't have to celebrate only when you lose that 10 pounds celebrate every milestone along the way say today at least you made it to the gym celebrate that victory or you drank enough water today celebrate that victory you stayed away from the desserts at work today and you ate uh you know your healthy food that's a win that's a win every single day so don't just celebrate when you accomplish your goals or your long-term goals celebrate the process of getting there each day Ooh, that's good will you say that again Celebrate the process of getting there each day. I like
0: that. So how much water should we be drinking? I see you have like a gallon jug over Um, here. (laughs) I drink a lot of water. I'm a thirsty person. So uh, um,
1: the minimum amount is 64 ounces a day. So that's two liters or half of a gallon. That's a minimum. Um, I always tell my clients, if you're working out and you're sweating, then you need more than that minimum amount. So say maybe three liters. Um, Everybody's different, but I use two liters as just a general minimum
0: recommendation so it's basically back to those eight 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 ounce glasses of water a day exactly that's what it is okay so why is that the minimum what difference does it make if we get enough water or not being hydrated helps your brain
1: function um, not just your physical body but your mentality your energy level
0: drinking more water will give you more energy Um, And for everybody who's listening, it's like, I'm always tired, especially when it's a gloomy day. Yes. One of the problems I think that a lot of us have is we haven't had our water. That's exactly right. You haven't had your
1: water and you're probably not feeding your body and fueling your body properly to have energy. Drinking water and your nutrition plays hand in hand and how you're going to feel. It's not just about being physically fit because that's just a result of treating your body right and taking those healthy steps. But the main goals are having more energy, having better mental clarity and mental focus. So all that's going to help in the process
0: of getting physically fit. So, I've got my water, I'm starting to drink my water, and I celebrate that. Every Mm -hmm. time I drink a bottle of water, I go like, yay, I did one more. (laughs) Do you keep track, how do you keep track of this? Do you, Mm -hmm. is it second nature to you, or what do you tell your clients? Mm -hmm. Oh, first, if you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus, and we're talking with Whitney Weiser, the workout advisor. She's a certified trainer and a pro athlete. So, what do you advise your clients to do to try and make sure that they get, I mean, we're still starting baby steps, to that they drink all their water. they do it could be as simple as having a piece of
1: paper at your desk or that you keep in your purse or your calendar where you just mark a tally mark every time you drink a bottle of water or you know in this digital age we all have a our phone where we could just mark it off um, there's apps that you could use um, I use the Fitbit, app, which I don't even have a Fitbit, but I like their app because you can track how much water you drink, um, what you eat. There's a lot of things that you can track on that app. So if you're just getting started, I would say track it somehow until it becomes second nature.
0: Are there other technologies that we can use to help us as we try and start our journey or continue our journey into better health and more energy and more mental clarity? Well, I mean,
1: having a trainer is really key for anybody just getting started to because they're going to give you the accountability that you need. Um, they're going to tell you what type of plan to follow, like how much water to drink, how much food to eat. Um, because with all the information available to us today at our fingertips, it's hard to know what is true. What's just a trendy new diet and what is actually going to work? So that can be confusing, too. So having a trainer that's certified that you trust them and their knowledge to kind of help lead you in the right path, you know, at least for the first month or two um, while you're getting used to everything, that's key to me. Mm hmm.
0: I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Like Mm -hmm. if you say that we really need to have a trainer, Mm -hmm. does that mean only rich people can get fit
1: and get healthy? No, there's lots of different kinds of trainers. If you can't afford like meeting in person with a trainer one on one, because that's usually the most expensive. There are trainers that will kind of monitor your progress online, which it's less than half the price. A lot of online trainers will have sites where you can input your information they can write you a diet just for you a workout plan and kind of set help you set realistic goals for yourself Um, and then after the first month you know you can check in with them each week kind of for accountability and then hopefully you can kind of manage it from there so it doesn't have to be a huge large investment Um, of meeting with someone in person two or three times a week. And it can be as simple as uh, finding someone online to kind of lead you, just check in with once a week and then go from there. So the accountability,
0: Mm -hmm. that's key.
1: Yes, for most people, yes.
0: That seems to be the formula for most of the weight loss plans, the ones where you you buy special foods and you check in once a week. You buy this other special... Uh, Supplements and you check in once a week. So accountability seems to be... Water seems to be a common denominator. Water seems to be a common factor. And checking in.
1: Yeah. I mean, accountability could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be a trainer. If you have a friend that you know might want to go on this fitness journey with you you guys can hold each other accountable accountability is just about checking in with somebody or somebody that you care about checking in on you here and there so that's all uh, most people need usually is just a little bit of accountability and a little bit of support but in the end you do have to be able to hold yourself accountable um, because if you don't then nobody else is going to be able to hold you accountable either
0: what about goal
1: setting? Goal setting is extremely important. And that's another thing that I think kind of deters people from reaching their goals is because they set unrealistic
0: goals. I want to lose 100 pounds. In one month. <laughs> yeah,
1: right? That's, like uh, Losing 100 pounds isn't unrealistic unless... You put it in like a month time frame and they're like, "Okay, that's no, we don't want to do that.
0: (laughs) Cut your leg off and you're done. Yes. Okay. exactly. Exactly. So what would a realistic goal be for somebody who is starting their journey and they have an exercise Mm -hmm. or not going to the gym? Everybody's different. But realistically, I tell people,
1: you know, two pounds a week is a realistic goal. Depending on how far you have to go, um, two pounds a week is realistic. If you lose more than that, usually you're going to sacrifice muscle um, instead of just fat. And your goal should be just to lose fat because muscle is what shapes your body. So you want to have some lean muscle to give you that shape and that lean tone look that all women want. So that's muscle that creates that. Um, so if you lose more than two pounds a week, then you're tearing into your muscle and you're not going to have that look that you want.
0: What about the diets that are kind of the fad diets? The keto diet is super popular. Yeah. And people are like, I'm lo- I've lost 10 pounds. And what, what, yeah. what do you think about those? And are those safe for most people? Or are those recommended by a certified trainer such as you? Mm-hmm. I don't
1: recommend any kind of extreme diet like that. Um, if, if it's done in a short period of time, it's okay. Like the keto diet, for instance, if my client is just is just dying to try it, then I'll help them get on a keto diet for three or four weeks just to see how they like it. Um, but then I explain, you know, this isn't sustainable for your whole life. And if it's not sustainable for your whole life, then we don't need to do it. We need to work on just moderately eating you know, good foods, good whole foods, carbs, fats, proteins, uh, green leafy vegetables, fruits, all those foods that are good for you, because that's what your body needs. And besides just the macronutrients that you're getting from those, which is the carbs, proteins, fats, are the micronutrients and the vitamins. So you can't just exclude completely certain food groups, like the keto diet is high fat, low carb, super low carb, almost no carb. Well, there are Healthy foods that have a lot of carbs in them, like brown rice, sweet potatoes, all that has tons of vitamins. So you don't want to completely exclude one group of food.
0: So that means we don't have to exclude sweets. That means we don't have to exclude desserts. We don't have to exclude (laughs) white bread. Well, you don't have to completely
1: but, in moderation, again. Okay,
0: I was going to say, I don't like where this is going. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. So, let's reel it back in just a little bit. Reel it back <laughs> reel in. Reel it in. Um, <laughs> but, I have a major sweet tooth. But, for my lifestyle, I realize I can't eat Reese's cups or cupcakes mm-hmm. every day. But, As long as I stick to my healthy foods every day, if I want a little treat, you know, once a week or something, it's not going to hurt me. And it's not going to hurt you or anybody else either if you're just doing it in moderation. As long as you're getting your key food groups in, you know, your grains, your vegetables, your fruits, all of that in, then you can have a little bit of sweets here and there. But, what, um, what is
0: your treat, Whitney? Like one M&M? <laughs> no,
1: I like chocolate chip cookies, actually. That's like my favorite. Okay, and how many chocolate chip cookies should somebody eat if they're going to have their treat once a week? I only have, I have like one or two, depending on the size of the cookie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, we might need to talk about the size of these cookies. I had one, but, but it was the size it, of a tire. It was the size rim. of my head. But it was just one, though. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, portions, folks, portion control. (laughs) But that that brings me to another good point. Like you shouldn't feel uh, the need to binge on sweets if you're meeting all your uh, caloric needs during the week. Like you never have to feel hungry or deprived or anything like that to lose weight. Mm -hmm. It's just a mindset shift of realizing that you don't have to eat less food to lose weight, you just have to choose the right kinds of food, eat more lean meats, chicken, fish, things like that, more vegetables, more complex carbs, like the sweet potatoes and the rice, things like that. So if you're filling yourself with this healthy food constantly, the more energy that you get from it, the better you're going to feel, you're not going to have as much of these cravings um, for sweets all the time. So it takes time, but you'll
0: slowly kind of kick that habit. So the sweet's craving is partly probably f- for energy. We're like, I need some little energy or something. Because I noticed that people in the afternoons, there used to be a lady who worked here who every afternoon, when it's kind of like siesta time, she <laughs> would come down and go, I need a little something, something. And she yep. was looking for candy or chocolate.
1: Yeah. But the thing about that is, yeah, it'll boost your energy real quick. But then you crash. So instead of doing sugar, if you go for... Please don't say celery or something. No, celery (laughs) doesn't give you any energy. (laughs) No, you need like uh, some carbs like rice or oats or sweet potatoes. Those things that I keep talking about, those give you energy, but it's a energy that sustains you for longer. It doesn't spike your insulin so that your energy level goes way up and then you crash. It brings you up at a level and then you kind of just even out. And so you have more energy, but it's just not that sudden spike and crash like with sugar.
0: If you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie and this is Focus and we're talking about finally getting into shape, getting into a healthy lifestyle. And and you said the goals for doing that instead of I'm going to go to a class reunion, so I want to be the size I was in high school. The goals really uh, of getting into shape are what? Um, so besides the physical
1: goals, which we all want, we also have to focus on everything else, which is mental clarity, mental focus, more energy. So if you have higher energy levels and all the better focus, you're going to enjoy life better Mm -hmm. while you achieve your better body. Mm -hmm. So keep all these other goals in mind besides just I want to lose this much weight because there's so much more than that.
0: So if we're taking our baby steps, we start maybe with the water. Yep. Uh, Then we start trying to eat better. Mm-hmm. And start trying to find a trainer, whether it's online or in person. Mm-hmm. Or at least go
1: to the gym. Go to the gym. And maybe oh. you can you can also find trainers at your local gym. It's not You don't have to find one right away. But if you at least go to the gym, even if you're not sure how to use the equipment, you can start by just walking on the treadmill. That can be your activity for the day, which is totally fine. Walking is like the best exercise for everybody.
0: So you can start just by doing that. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So 10 or 15 minutes, tell yourself that, and then if you walk longer, that's okay. Yep, exactly. And then when we're talking about the food, uh, I've heard so many different ways to do it. Are we supposed to eat every three or four hours? Are we supposed to eat a few meals a day? Mm -hmm. What seems to work best? Well
1: first, you should definitely eat breakfast. I know a lot of people skip breakfast because they think they're saving those calories and they're just skipping them. But you're not doing yourself any justice by skipping breakfast. You need that in the morning to kickstart your metabolism for the day. So a lot of people complain that when they first start eating breakfast, too, that they feel more hungry. Well, you feel more hungry because your metabolism's working. It's burning. It's burning fat. That's what you want. So that's okay. And it's okay to eat more often, like every three to four hours. Um, That's going to keep your metabolism going. So it's very important to do that. So if I've eaten breakfast, what would that look like? I mean, there's so many different good options out there. But um, I usually, I like eggs. Eggs are a great source of protein and oats, oatmeal's great. Also, peanut butter toast is great on whole wheat bread instead of white. So you can make these small modifications like if you're used to eating toast just switch out your white bread for whole wheat or Ezekiel bread or something healthier. So that's what I mean when I say take baby steps you don't have to completely change your life just make some modifications here or there and that'll help get you jump started.
0: Okay, so I've had breakfast, Mm -hmm. and then a few hours later I'm hungry because my metabolism is kicked in. Yep. Then what is a snack? A snack could be like a a Greek yogurt,
1: something that gives you a little bit of protein, but it's not a ton of food Mm. um, so that you can still have a good lunch um, if you get hungry before lunch. So it's just a little bit to hold you over, or fruit, something like that's always good. So what about the regular yogurts? Um, Be careful. Some of them are loaded with sugar, um, but you can usually get the light version of the yogurts, and those are okay, too. I usually try to go with Greek yogurt because it has more protein in it than the regular yogurt. Talking
0: about baby steps, what if we woke up and we ate the regular foods, like if I had bacon and eggs Mm -hmm. for breakfast but don't eat as much maybe. Mm-hmm. And then what if I ate regular yogurt mm-hmm. a few hours later? What if I got into the habit of eating the right meals at the right time and then worked on flipping that's to good, Greek yogurt? That's a good baby step too. Because that seems like that's a lot. Suddenly to start mm-hmm. eating at the right times, to start... Eating all the right foods, yeah. drinking all the water, going to the gym. Yep. That's a lot see already. How, see how it can be overwhelming? Yes. So baby steps are totally
1: okay. And that's a great example of just kind of get used to eating on a regular, frequent basis throughout the day. And then maybe switch to the right foods here and there. Um, because it's it's always going to be better than just sticking to what you're used to doing and you're not making any progress in your life.
0: Wait, would you say that again? It's always better.
1: It's always better to at least do something because at least you're making progress on your goals instead of se- staying the same and doing exactly what you've been doing and you're not progressing to better yourself.
0: Because as Dr. Phil says, how's that working for you? Right. And it's
1: not. <laughs> it's not. It's not, not, not working for from- me. No, no. <laughs> um, but... um. When it comes to being successful, I think a lot of people are very hard on themselves when they want to start a new lifestyle like this. And they have this image in their head, this idea in their head about how they have to be perfect to accomplish this goal. And it's definitely not about being perfect. You don't have to be perfect every day. Making these small changes over time and being consistent doing them is what's going to help you to be successful. You don't have to be perfect And it's okay to give yourself a little leeway if you meant to go to the gym today and you just didn't make it. You know, there's always tomorrow. Go to the gym tomorrow. Don't beat yourself up mentally because that can do more damage in the long run. And you may not reach your goals um, if you're constantly having a negative mind and, you know, talking down to yourself. Like uh, what? Because, well, if you, let's say you ate something bad, then I know a lot of people look in the mirror and would say to themselves, well, good job, Fatty. Like, you're, you're failing at this diet just like you've always failed in the past. You're never going to accomplish yeah. this. And, I mean, you would never say that to somebody else. But for some reason, we think it's okay to say that to ourselves, yeah. in our, whether it's out loud or in our head. You know, we're saying this to ourselves and we're hard on ourselves. That's not going to help you reach your goals right you need to be positive and encouraging when you talk to yourself too just like i'm sure most of us try to be when we talk to other people you have to treat yourself with the same kindness and uh positive you know uplifting motivating
0: you know words i noticed that i saw a lady post online some photos and she said i know these pictures are disgusting she said but i've started my weight loss journey and i know i hate i hate to even look at them and they were of her They were of her. Oh, my God. And I just thought that hurts my heart. I think (laughs) the reason that we go, oh, that's disgusting when we look in the mirror is because some part of us goes, that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. That's not how our body is supposed to be because it's not healthy. Mm -hmm. Not that it's not beautiful. Not that it's not worthy of being loved. Mm -hmm. I know that there are so many people who think that when they look in the mirror or they don't look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, they're not kind to that person because they don't like that person. Yeah. And it's not maybe not just because they see themselves
1: as unhealthy, but I think a lot of it comes down to they're afraid of what other people think about them too. And so they start feeling in their own hearts that maybe they're not enough. They're not you know what they should be compared to today's standards. Um, And they get worried about what other people think of them.
0: I've stayed home At times, because I think, well, I would like to go to such and such a place, but the last time I was there, I weighed like 80 pounds less, and my thoughts are they're going to think, oh, she's gained so much weight. Mm -hmm. And that matters to me. And it's just such a stupid reason to stay home. But but it it matters to a lot of people. Yeah, and you get depressed. Mm -hmm. And then you have a a bowl of ice cream.
1: Right, exactly. Drown your sorrows, you know. Yeah. But it's not stupid because a lot of people think that way when they don't feel good about themselves on the inside. So it's very important that You still love yourself and you speak encouragingly to yourself even before you reach your goal because you have to enjoy the process of getting to your goal. Mm -hmm. It might take you a year to get that body that you always want or feel the way you're going to feel, but you've got to love yourself each day um, and know that you're progressing each day and have the confidence to keep going.
0: Whitney Weiser, the workout advisor, certified trainer and a pro athlete, I want you to leave us. With some positive self-talk uh, that we're supposed to look into the mirror and say to yourself.
1: So something you could say to yourself is, I'm not exactly where I want to be right now, but I'm on my way and I'm making progress each and every day. And keep celebrating those small victories every day. Anytime you make it to the gym or eat, you know, something healthy, just be okay with where you're at and be patient with the process because it's not going to happen overnight. So keep your confidence and have the patience to trust the process and keep going until you get to where you want to be.
0: And doggone it, people like me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you are enough. <laughs> it's okay.
0: <laughs> any, any final thoughts, anything I've neglected to ask that you think is important to add? Um, I mean, the most important
1: thing is just being confident in yourself and believing that you can succeed. Because you can. Because you can, and you don't have to be perfect to do it.
0: We're going to put links to your blog posts and to the Instagram, Mm -hmm. my website. Okay, we will do that. And be looking out for Whitney Weiser, the workout advisor, certified trainer, and pro athlete. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Love your positive attitude. (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Jay Phelps for producing today's show. We're going to post it on our Focus Facebook page so you can check it out there and share it with friends. And if you have any questions or comments about the show or have ideas for future Focus programs, Things you'd like to see us talk about, make sure you put it there as well. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus.